this week on the Roommates Podcast. And I started wondering how many of the roommate community or people around the world are lost like that. Mm-hmm. Don't know their purpose. Don't know what they're supposed to be. Don't know what they're supposed to do. And that's why they have so many failed relationships first because mm-hmm. they let people into their lives not knowing where they were headed or that person was headed. And that's why they worked all these jobs that they hated and they're miserable right now because they just don't have any purpose. Yo, 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 what is good? What is good? It's your boy Hafiz. Chris the Star Show, baby. Real quick, you know what's interesting? What's I said I wanted to stop calling myself your boy because I'm not a boy. Your boy. I'm a man. Oh. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> doesn't like when I say my G. Why? I don't know, man. It sounds so good. <laughs> what's going on, my G? What's happening? Yeah. Well, actually, women doesn't like that. Okay, well, it's all about the women, huh? Hey. <laughs> 2019. 2019. And welcome to the roommates. A worldwide community of people united on the values of becoming emotional, spiritual health, kindness, togetherness, and a thirst for knowledge. Yes, yes. Also. Known as the best hour of your week. Where you are. Entertained like a stand-up. Educated like a TED Talk. And enlightened like a sermon. Boom, boom. Three shots. We in this thing. We in this thing. What's going what up, on? man? You tell me. I got a red pillow. I'm feeling oh, good. yeah. I got the, the got green one. The green one? Yeah. And? Back again, bro. I mean, I feel it feels good to be back. Mm. This is what I mean. Been like what three weeks? Yeah, ish. Yeah, they don't. They don't have to know that. Oh, they don't. Oh, oh. look at that. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, remember, guys, the podcast premieres on YouTube. That is YouTube.com/slash Roommates Podcast. Podcast premieres on YouTube every Monday at nine a.m. Eastern. 8 a.m. Central. You know what's crazy? Be aware that yeah, YouTube premiere, by the way. Come prepare. Sick. Yeah. This one girl saved us, bro. Well, she well, she well, didn't technically didn't save us, but she helped us out a lot. I set the premiere for 9 p.m. Oh, you did? Yeah. And then that. she DM'd us. I forgot her name. And oh. she's like, yo, the premiere's at 9 p.m. I'm like, oh no. You gotta get some sleep, Puffy. I know, bro. Literally, I had no sleep. I, I know you. No, that was when I went to New York, so I literally did not sleep that whole day. I know you. <laughs> I was like, I know you didn't get any sleep. Yo, 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 guys. Shout out everybody who's at the premiere right now. Shout out Deshaun holding it down, Mariah, Wen, Alex, all the dope people. Everybody. Everybody no in the premiere. If I forgot your name, I'm sorry. <laughs> last week was kind of crazy. Bro. Oh, yeah. Last week, uh, I'm about 99% sure that person's a catfish. The, I mean, the long that, and strong right. person. If whoever, that person, whoever, if that person whoever, pull up on you, man. man. I'm, I'm on you. 90% sure. <laughs> like, there's no girl saying long, long and strong. Oh, my God. Was the craziest comment oh, yeah. of the year so far. Shout out my mom. Happy birthday, mom. Today is my mom's birthday. Aww. Happy birthday, mom. Shout out, mama. Bye, no, cool. No, it's funny. She told me <laughs> that her intros have been sloppy. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. It's no, there's no planning, there's no pre-production. Yeah, your just go intros ahead. recently have been sloppy. That's what it is. So shout out, mom. Happy birthday. The past few years, I forgot her birthday. Hafiz. I know. You have to be a better son. Than you. <laughs> I, I remember it this year. I actually thought it was like a couple of days ago. I told her happy birthday, but she said my birthday's not until three days from now. Happy birthday, mom. Hey. It doesn't make it better. <laughs> you gotta do better, man. Yeah, it's hard to remember. I don't know what day it is. What day is it right now? What day is it? Yeah, what's the exact date? 
Today is the shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, who knows what day it is, bro. Yeah, what day is it? I don't know, man. It's Sunday coming up. That's the only thing I know about. Yeah, like who knows what day it is. Nah, but I know my mom's birthday. My dad's birthday. I know you might know it, but then how do you know it's that day? You just know. You have to just know. And see, that's the thing, man. You got to just know. You <laughs> see, you don't look at your phone or not, so you just... Yeah. Oh, it's the 26th. Okay, boom. Boom. So guys, remember, remember the podcast premieres, YouTube premiere, guys. Make sure you check it out. If you haven't checked it out, I'm telling you, the purpose of the premiere is to create community, mm-hmm. to connect, to support, to link up, to meet dope people. Yep. Man, people who are in the community, we're having a blast. Yeah. I'm there, Chris is there, John Mark's there, Francis is there. We're Everybody all there. Is it's crazy. Yeah. Maybe shouting out for Berlin. Oh yeah. South Africa, Bulgaria. South America, I mean everywhere. <laughs> Russia. I mean Yeah. It's Dag, so dope. Um, Great Britain, London, yeah, Canada, they all in there. All in that thing. That's crazy. I know, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Yo, it's going to be sick. So yeah, in the comments right now, shout out where you at. Shout it out, shout it out, shout Especially it out. Especially you in Indianapolis, Indiana. Let me know. Just let me let know. know. Let me know. And if man. you're a baddie, definitely let him know. <laughs> and guys, remember the podcast, in case you can't make it to the YouTube premiere, it's going to be available on YouTube. So make sure you check out the podcast on YouTube. The podcast audio version is available Mondays at 12 p.m. Central, mm. no, 12 a.m. Central, 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on every Monday. So mm. remember, we have about 108 episodes on the audio, and then we have about 20, 30 Ish. episodes yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Audio is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, wherever you listen to podcasts, Google Play, the audio is available. So make sure you check it out there. Yeah, so if you want more roommates... We got a whole bunch to keep you busy. Yes. Audio. It's crazy. Yes, 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 yes. 109? Yes. That's the 109th one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, yeah, you're no, right. No, yeah. no. <laughs> 109? That's sick. It's crazy. That's sick. It's crazy. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. I'm kind of jealous of you, man. Wait, why? <laughs> How come you're getting all the DMs, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, man. Listen. What, what, what's going on, ladies? What happened? Yeah, unapproachable. Huh? <laughs> That's your problem, man. <laughs> That's your problem, man. Unapproachable. Unapproachable. <laughs> Get your approach game up, man. Oh, man. Stop it. Stop it. Nah, it's, um, I don't know, man. I guess it's just what people have been saying have been really relatable yeah. and vulnerable. And, um, but don't act like you ain't getting no DMs off I don't get as much as you. We don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. It's not a competition. Stop it. Get your approach game up. That's all I got to say. No, it's funny. What is hilarious to you? I don't, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it just yet. I'll save it till later. Okay. You had a DM? Somebody, you know, shot they shot? What's no, I on? mean, I mean, yeah, here and there. Don't be like here and there. Come I'm for real. Don't act really? like you ain't got nobody that's shooting, Hafiz. Stop it. I don't. Hafiz. Bro, I don't. Hafiz. I literally, I could go through a comment, like find one, and be like, oh my God, I love Hafiz's ideas. Bro, oh I my don't God, get his bro. ideas, his mind. Oh, like, <laughs> that's, why, that's how I read the comments. Bro. Every time Hafiz get a comment, I'm like, oh my God. They love your, they love your mind. But Have no a more they, approachable mind. But guess what? what? They love your heart. And that's, the, that's, mm. a, that's a secret, bro. That's a secret. They can love your mind all day. Mm. But when you when they love your heart, that's but, what that's what connects them, bro. And the words of Wale. Mm. You ready? Go ahead. Rafus? Preach it to me. Bright mind, dark heart, make women crazy. Man, nah, fam. They like you, bro. Congratulations. No. 
Huffies. You have the sauce, bro. I don't have any so, sauce. So, so no, I I'm for juice. real. I learned that you have the sauce. I learned that all we'll of stop us. It. Let me tell you why. Let me no, tell you why. no, no, no. Let me tell you why. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> you want to know? <laughs> I don't want to know. Bro, no. Chris has the magic sauce, bro. I don't know what it is. No, Huffy. No. One day we should be on your level. Huffy, stop it. Stop it. I have literally, I've, I've seen you work. But I have to work. <laughs> you don't have to work, bro. That's the difference. I have to work. <laughs> you mean, no, stop I have it. to put in a lot of work. Chris just shows up. <laughs> and then the Lord just showers. No. Oh, gifts. my God. The Lord showers. You have oh, to stop man. that. Because people actually already think that. Like, people just automatically assume that about me. Which is not the case. Yeah, but you're still a nice person, though. That doesn't mean anything. I think I think people assume that because you get a lot of attention, then you're stuck up, that you're rude, and that you're full of yourself. But I don't think the attention ever goes to your head. Well, it doesn't, but... Because you're humble. My thing is, but if I was trying to talk to a girl, and I know that she get a lot of attention, I would naturally be like... Mm, so you feel like you get that? Oh, I feel like I get that all the time. Mm. Girls literally always tell me, like, I know you get a lot of girls, or I know a lot of girls want you. Um, like that's why I would never say anything. And nah, 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 nah. Mm. That happens all the time. And here you go talking about the Lord showers. <laughs> so that's Cuff runneth over. <laughs> that's really interesting because I was reading this study that shared about like on on dating apps how in reality the people who are most successful on dating apps are not the most beautiful. Mm-hmm. Are usually like above average mm-hmm. because people feel like those individuals are attainable. Exactly. Mm. So you crossed yeah. the attainable status. Stop it. Hafiz <laughs> <laughs> is really down. Like, man, Hafiz got to chill out. I literally, I, I get the DMs too, Hafiz. They're in there. So what? I, I see everything. I see what's going on. I'll pull up a comment. You want to keep playing with me? <laughs> you want to keep playing? Keep on playing with me. I have uh, seen it. You got all the YouTube comments. That's your thing. That's where you thrive at. So what? If y'all want to see uh, Hafiz's comments, just go through YouTube. L- like, ridiculous. first and foremost... Yes, you can have somebody. Con- okay, we're done. You want to try this? Have you two over right now? Do you want to try this right now? We're done. We're done. Okay, we're done. I, I was like, I will expose you. You, you still, still want to talk? You still- uh, I'm good. I'm okay. good. I'm good. <laughs> Just making sure we have the same level. Oh sure. man, but um, what we're we gonna talk about? Oh yeah, the community stuff. Yes. Uh, do you want to talk about it? Or do you want me to do it? Yeah, I'll talk about it. Um, man, community that we are. Striving to build in our building, it's simultaneously is definitely growing. A lot of people have been hitting up Hafiz and I via DM, via email, talking about um, how can we get connected better and things like that. And just to let you know, we're still working on it. We haven't figured it out the best way possible yet to have like the official um, community out there. So just give us some time. I don't know what that looks like yet. We still got a lot of planning to do a lot of brainstorming, but we were trying to figure some things out. Cause it's it'd be easier if it's a city. Oh, meet everybody meet here. Ah. Yeah, but yeah. when you're worldwide, mm. it's a lot harder. So when you're internationally we'll be, known. There you go. Known so. to rock the microphone. Ooh, who said that? <laughs> Come on now. I don't know who said it. That's what I mean. You can't Neither quote I. somebody. In. Neither do I. <laughs> oh, Was it Run DM? But you know every hitch <laughs> bar. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, guys, so just piggyback on Chris. We're working on it. Yep. I think um, a lot of you guys 
have realized the importance of the community. A lot of you guys have realized that this is a place yep. where you can meet a lot of like-minded people, yep. you know, who want to experience emotional and spiritual health and all that good stuff. Exactly. And uh, we're working on something for you guys. It'll be coming out soon. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's, it's tough. A lot of people have been saying that, you know, they are in a new city and looking for people that's, you know, part of the roommates and things like that. So trying to get connected the best way possible. So um, like we said, we're trying to figure it out. Don't yeah. worry. It'll be, it'll be coming soon. There we go. And for everybody who's been reaching out and sending us messages, guys, man, we love it. We appreciate yep. you guys so much. Every single message, every single comment, every single DM, Twitter message, Facebook message. Keep on reaching out, guys. We just we just want to know who's out there. A lot of you guys have been reaching out. They've been asking for advice. Yep. A lot of women have been asking for advice. A lot of women have been A lot of men have been encouraging, saying that this podcast has helped save their life yep. and give them meaning and purpose. So, man... We're trying. We're going. We we got a lot to plan. Ooh, got a lot to work through. Yeah, um, a lot of decisions to make. But just be patient. We're going. We're going. We're going to get it done. Don't worry. We going to be all right. We going to be all right. Shout out Kendrick Lamar. Shout out Kendrick Lamar. Oh, a lot of people got on you about that. You know that, right? Yo, I man, was going to talk about that, you. man. Goodness they gracious. They were killing you. And I was sitting there like... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. were on you. You want to yeah. go to the comments? I'll go no, to the comments. I'll go, go to the comments. comments. I'm just saying, you know, right yeah. now. It's right here. I'm ready when you up, man. Don't but worry. Yeah, no. I, so, I first and foremost, Chris... I've realized something also about you recently. You've been humble about this, uh-huh. but you've been right more than I've been. Uh, nah. You've been right more than I've been recently. 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 So, I, okay. have, I have to apologize, guys, for being wrong. It's okay. My, my correct percentage has went down from 80 yes. Yes. to about 65. <laughs> <laughs> so, now I'm just, I'm just super humble. I'm not going to freaking act like I know it all because I've been wrong multiple times. <laughs> so, for the conscious rapper point, yes, guys, I asked... People, I did a little bit of research, and mm-hmm. people do consider J. Cole and Kendrick conscious rappers. Yeah. And I guess what I was talking about was more so um, rappers who were like underground, who mm-hmm. didn't have mainstream success. Gotcha. Because I would argue that a lot of music that J. Cole and Kendrick have put out because it's dope music isn't conscious and it has mainstream success. Mm-hmm. So for example, um, like Lights Please. Turn up the lights. Even though it is super deep supposedly, uh-huh. it's supposed to be about rap, but it's like, I guess Kendrick and J. Cole are so dope in their art that it's conscious, but it just, they have such a great packaging that you can't even tell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they, they mark it right and it's actually, it has a good middle ground between, mm-hmm. you know, conscious and mainstream yeah. and you can actually enjoy listening to it even though it has a deeper meaning at the same mm-hmm. time so i'll admit i was wrong i'm sorry people stop killing me in the comments i am wrong and uh, i'll be man enough to admit my oh, my errors look at growth. <laughs> this is growth oh, growth in 2019 look at you. Oh, he's smiling different oh uh, man yeah. But uh, I can still pull up the comments though. You want me to pull no, up the comments? No, 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 no. <laughs> I had a ball. Yeah. Um, what else did we have? Was that it? We said um, we were going to talk about. I mean, we, we talked started. about you getting flamed. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Long and strong. <laughs> it's <was laughs> still, it's just crazy to me. Lord. Catfish girl. Catfish guy. girl. That's what I we're going to call guy. Oh, we're not, we're not even going to go down. <laughs> <that road. laughs> um, we talked about premiere and all this stuff. Yeah. 
I guess we just jump right into it. Cool. So, Mr. Jordan Bilo. I'm ready. Last week, I was hanging out with John Mark. Shout, Shout out, out John, John Mark. Mark, as always. And um, me and John Mark were talking. John Mark was going through some things. You know what? We should bring John Mark on the podcast eventually. Eventually. He'd be there <laughs> once. Yeah. <laughs> need to bring John Mark back on. Ladies, follow him at, I forgot his Instagram name. <laughs> John Mark? <laughs> the real know. underscore John Mark, I believe. Something like that. So I was talking to John Mark. And John Mark's been going through a rough patch. He had a very difficult year in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very sad and difficult year. Mm. And, I, and, and I said, John Mark, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. And John was like, what is it? I said, Johnny, what is your purpose? He said, huh? I was like, what is your purpose? Mm-hmm. And then John said, why do you ask that? I said, because I've realized that when it comes to women, let's go women to make it relatable and then we'll get a little bit deeper. Okay. But when it comes to women, a lot of girls that you meet and that you entertain don't seem to fit you. And you seem to allow whatever girl, not saying he's desperate, but you seem to like be so open to be allowing all these girls into your life that in my opinion don't aren't a good fit for you. Why do you think so? Because he doesn't know his purpose. He doesn't know his destination. So you just don't want the attention? Not that he wants the attention. He's a natural biological male who likes women. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's like when you don't know who needs to be in your life, then you just let anybody in. Yeah. You know know your purpose. Yeah, because you don't know your purpose. You know, so like, for example, if I'm a guy and my purpose is to be a missionary in Uganda Mm -hmm. and I meet a girl whose purpose is to start a business in Detroit... I wouldn't let her into my life, even though she's a great person, because both our purposes are going in two different directions, yeah. right? And then I said, then when it comes to careers and like passions and hobbies, like you're kind of like still trying to figure that out. And, and I wonder like if you knew your purpose, because I've noticed that so many people, one, especially people who don't believe in God, mm-hmm. they're so lost, because it's like you're just a freaking evolved monkey who's mm-hmm. on this flying rock in space who's just going to die and cease to exist, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's just like there's a lot of meaningless to people's lives. And a lot of young adults right now who's, for years, your meaning was graduate high school, graduate college. The fudge? Are you kidding me right now? Freaking Francis. <clears throat> Are we amateurs? Well, let me call him. Hey, yo, Francis, we recording. I got to call you back. Yeah. Head up. Let me go ahead and freaking turn He's listening right now. You probably want to meet your friends. You a head ass. <laughs> Comment right now. Head <laughs> ass. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people are lost and confused because they just don't know what the heck they're doing in this life, mm-hmm. you know? And John Mark was like, dude, I've never thought about that. And he went... Home, and then he went to work and he came back. He said, I've been thinking about that the whole day. Mm. And I started wondering how many of the roommate community or people around the world are lost like that. Mm-hmm. Don't know their purpose. Don't know what they're supposed to be. Don't know what they're supposed to do. And that's why they have so many failed relationships first, because mm-hmm. they let people into their lives not knowing where they were headed or that person was headed. And that's why they worked all these jobs that they hated and they're miserable right now because they just don't have any purpose. Mm. 
Because another thing, you also went through that a couple months ago. Because mm-hmm. you were like, man, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what am I here for? What's my purpose? Mm-hmm. And you kind of went through that, like when you were in Indiana, that kind of existential crisis. Yeah. In which you're trying to discover, like, what's my purpose? Yeah, I think it's kind of it's shocking to me um, that like he hasn't ever thought about that, you know. And not only I wouldn't say scary is the right word, but it's concerning that probably most men don't think about that mm. because it's like you said, if you don't have a purpose or something that you're striving for, something that you're trying to create change, something that you're passionate about, then it's like you can waste away or definitely go through, you know, relationships and trying to find that purpose or trying to find some kind of satisfaction. Mm. And that is very concerning. Um We have to, I guess for me, it's been, it's been something that's always been on my mind, but it just never, like, really just, like, formed, like, a design, basically. So, I knew that I wanted to help people. I just didn't know how I was going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I thought... And I feel like, especially if you're young, male, you do a lot of things, trial and error. I thought that was um, helping people with their finances, financial planning, and, you know, budgeting, investing, savings, and all that stuff. And I enjoyed it to a certain extent, but it definitely did fulfill me. Mm. So, that's, it was tough, not only for me, but it's also tough for us to kind of, ask and ask people to really think about because some people are already, you know, working, have a family, have kids, and are in this, you know, spot where they can't really just take chances. They have responsibilities. They don't have enough time. So it's just like, how can you manage all of that and still find your purpose and then go out and actively fulfill that? Mm. Because it'd be, we're not in college no more. It's different in college. You can yeah. really sit there and wrestle with it, like change majors, yada, yada, yada. But when you graduate, it's a different world. That's a really good point. That's a really good point, especially for those who have children, especially for those who have careers, who have bills, who have obligations. I think that's a fantastic point. And um, so once John Mark asked me that question and once John Mark realized that he needed help, I started wondering... Where can you find, like, how can you find your purpose? Mm -hmm. Which led me to an article that's going to be linked below in the description from Psychology Today. And the title of the article is Five Steps to Finding Your Life Purpose by Chicky Davis. I think that's her name. Chicky? Yeah, I think the T is silence. So Chicky Davis, she has a PhD, um, and she wrote an article called Five Steps to finding your life purpose, mm. a great article, and I wanted to kind of do it together, okay. As a as the audience does it 
amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you're right now going to the YouTube premiere and you want to look up the article, I'll give you like a couple of seconds to go pull it up. If you want to go ahead and pull it up, you don't have to have it pulled up because we're going to be using it. Mm -hmm. So like I said, guys, it's in the description below. I'm going to put it there, how to discover your purpose. Click on it. If you want to follow along with us, you can follow along with us. Um, it's a really great article. Me and Chris, I think it's going to be a really good activity to talk about it. So I'm going to go ahead and read the first three paragraphs, and then we'll go ahead and jump into the conversation. So here's how it begins. Why is it so hard to find our life purpose? There certainly is no short supply of problems in this world that need solving. There's no limit on the number of people whom we could help or inspire or support. There is no cap on the number of passions we could pursue, yet our life's purpose often feels just out of view. There are many reasons why you may not know your life purpose. Sometimes because the world's problems seem too big or we seem too small, or maybe we are just exhausted from life and don't know where we'll find the energy to fight for what really matters to us. That's exactly what you just described. Okay. <clears throat> but if you want to change all that and find your life purpose, here are the steps to follow. So this is really cool. Um, these five steps, I'm going to go ahead and read the five steps and we'll just go ahead and break them down one by one. Step number one, find out what drives you. Step number two, what energizes you? Step number three, what are you willing to sacrifice for? Step number four, who do you want to help? And step number five, how do you want to help? So for step number one, find out what drives you. Out of curiosity, Chris, what drives you? Uh, I just want to be... Yeah. Um, what drives me? I think, I think impact. Mm. Um, uh, impact on... People's lives, um, experiences, changes. Um, I think that's what drives me. I think that's probably um, things, most things that can keep me up at night. Um, it's really satisfying as well, knowing that you played a integral part in somebody's life. Um, so I would say... Impact. Mm -hmm. Final answer. What story from your childhood Ooh. best relates to you wanting to experience an impact on people's lives? What story from my childhood? I don't know how it feels. Mm -hmm. I, I, I tell you about these questions, man. Want me to go first? Yes. Okay. So for me... What drives me the most is people who are alone and sad. That's, That's what tough. drives me the most. That's tough. People who are alone and sad and mistreated. Mm -hmm. Like as much as I've been guilty of doing that in my past, because I'm not perfect, obviously. Yeah. It bothers me a lot. Um, and the story from my childhood was two stories. The first story was when I was in pre-K. I remember one day... We were, me and all the kids, it was lunchtime. And we, I think we went on a field trip because we came back to school with Burger King. And we were all sitting around in this table. And then one by one, 
Um, we were just eating, having a good time and all that stuff. And then I don't remember exactly why the kids started leaving, but one by one, the kids started leaving the table mm-hmm. for some reason. And then all of a sudden I was all alone by myself at the table. And I remember I was just crying. Mm. I was so sad. I was so upset. I was so, I was just crying. And then when the, te- the teacher saw me and she brought her lunch and she actually sat besides me. Mm. Funny story. For, the, for like 15 years, I never ate Burger King for that reason. <laughs> like, like I, had a, I did not eat Burger King for that reason for many years. But that moment was the Maybe first moment. Burgers. <laughs> was like, and I, and I felt what it was like to be by myself. Wow. And then another story that stands out to me from my childhood was one time I woke up and, um, gosh, I'm probably might get in trouble for telling the story. It is what it is. I didn't think about this. And I woke up. I was like 10 or 11, probably like, no, like eight or nine, something like that. And nobody was home. Mm. Nobody was home. And I was so freaking scared. And I ran outside and I was screaming, Mom, Dad, Tyra, where are you? I started calling all my neighbors' names. And I just remember just being like so frightened because I was all alone in this world. Mm-hmm. Next thing I knew, my sister was like, and my dad were right there. They just had to go get something in the car real quick, mm-hmm. you know? And I went to sleep and they just dropped me in the house real quick to get something in the car. But at that moment, it felt like an eternity yeah. being by myself. So what has always driven me is people who are alone, people who are hurting, you know, and people who are looked down upon. And that's all, all my memories from childhood. Like the ones that feel strong are those, those memories. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're okay. You're, yeah. you're, you're good now. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. I guess a story. I don't know, man. I think it's it's something where I feel like it's been a, like, a life journey mm-hmm. just as far as my mom was always a very nurturing um, woman, educator, love impacting the kids, positivity. All those great things. Shout out Mama Bilo. Shout out Mama Bilo. And my father was a, saint. a um a guy who was relentless in providing for his family, mm-hmm. no matter what the cost. If it was something where he'll work all the time, um, and I, I can now I understand <clears throat> some of the things that he did because he wanted the best for my sister and I. Shout out Papa Bilo. Shout out, shout out father. <laughs> um and then my sister was somebody who was just extremely focused and mm-hmm. then just a great at achieving goals. Mm-hmm. And I kind of sat back and really just watched all three of them and try to pick apart the best qualities of those three mm-hmm. um, and realized that just being in high school and being in college that most of the guy friends I had around me didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it's just a responsibility that was just I placed on myself or something, but I always wanted to make sure that they too can, you know, go out and be the, you know, the guys that they want to be. And I tried to lead by example the best way I can. Um, and some of the, I think what people... 
really just share about their struggles and being vulnerable and how you can just go and relate and share with them as well. And then either it's weeks or months or years later from that conversation or from that other conversations, from those actions that, you know, I made it out of this dark place because, you know, you were here mm-hmm. or because we talked about this or because something clicked. Like, that to me is just, like, it's always going to just drive me. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. Um, that's why I love doing this because, like, we get that, you know, often. So That's awesome. You're awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, guys, I think that's the first thing, man. Find out what drives you. Like, what, what is it that, that mo- motivates you? What makes you, you know, get up? And one of the things that the author wrote about in the article is that um, powerful purpose comes from pain. So for some people, um, like that one girl that you showed me mm-hmm. um, was talking about, I was reading her biography, and she talked about how she grew up in a household of domestic violence. Yeah. And how because of that situation it's motivated her to help other people who've experienced domestic violence and things along those lines so i think um it's for people who may be a little bit confused i i've learned that passion comes from pain mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's the wounds that we've experienced in life that gives us kind of like our why mm-hmm. um and sometimes also like the good that we experience in life you know maybe you're a, a girl and um, you had a great experience with a teacher mm-hmm. and that motivated you to, I want to now share this love to other people. Yeah. Um, and so I like your situation that like, that's what drives you, you know, sharing the love that you once experienced yourself. So that's going to be scary though, man. What? Some of those experiences and going back into like, especially for men, if it's something that's, you know, really can be destructive, like it's hard to go back and, See those old rooms, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and really just be vulnerable and yeah. really embrace that and experience that. Um, I agree. I But I think when it comes to something that drives you, it's not just an old wound, but it's like the chip on your shoulder, you know, which is the same thing. But it's not something that you have to literally go back and find. It's something that's always there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's like... You don't, you don't think to- some people mask the pain as well? They do mask the pain, but I think they mask the pain, but they don't. Though they try to bury the memory, the memory is so powerful, it controls them. It drives them, you know? Like, so, for me... Well, yeah, it could, yeah, hopefully it drives them in a positive way. Yeah, some people it drives them in a negative yeah, way. Yeah. So, I think finding out what drives you is the first thing that's extremely important. And then the second thing is that she pointed out is what energizes you, right? What gives you life? Because there's a big difference between um, what you can do and what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. one of the things that I've realized is that, so what, what drives me is seeing people who are hurting, who need help, who need love, who need support, but what really drains me is begging people. It's having to beg to help you. Yeah. And that's what I did the first couple of years of adulthood. Well, yeah. especially when I was in college. Like I quit playing college football to like mentor the guys at Troy University. And 
I was begging them to get their lives in order. Yeah. I was begging them to 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 help themselves. And that that really drained me to the point where like a lot of my happy personality that I once had when I was younger, I lost it mm. because I was so drained by freaking begging people to get their lives in order. So I think it's really important to also find out what energizes you and what doesn't drain you when you find your purpose. Because like, for example, you can be, you can love to sing. Yeah. That might be your purpose. But what drains you is, you know, singing to a bunch of miserable adults, right? <laughs> so like, for example, like you just, what's a good example of that? Let's say you, somebody pays you, hey, come play music at this freaking restaurant mm -hmm. of rich snobby people who will not appreciate you you know so you're over there you're, you're what, what drives you is playing music but then you go play at this restaurant and a bunch of rude nasty people don't care about you hey turn that down play a different song hey that sucks like that you know that will drain your purpose yeah, yeah, so yeah. i think that's also important to find out as well yeah i think what energizes me is just you know i love being around people I love being around people hanging out with people um, having good, deep conversations where it can be really funny, really silly. Hafiz knows this. I thrive in social settings. <laughs> like, I love social settings. Yeah. It's, it's that's why being in India is so freaking hard because yeah. I'm by myself and it's it's cold. <laughs> it's know. cold. I'm so sick of being lonely. <laughs> it's cold. Um, no snuggle buddy yet. Nothing. <laughs> I have a heated blanket for one. It's, it's, it's sad. Anyways, anyways. Let's not talk about my struggles. Okay. Uh, not today. Not, not this today. episode. <laughs> um, but like for like for example, what would like drain me is being around people that have bad attitudes. Mm. I hate people with bad attitudes. Mm. You know, um, or just you know people that don't want to be you know somewhere and kind of just like ruin the mood or like mm. I could tell I could tell girl you don't want to be here. You don't have to be here. You can go. Is this okay? Leave. Yeah. Sorry. Um, That's so, really good, bro. Um, that that that'll drain me knowing that I'm putting in um, effort. Man, people told me I'm nonchalant. Am I nonchalant? At times. Anyways. Yeah. At times. I hate that, man. That made me feel so bad, bro. You're laid back. You don't. You don't worry. You're like, That's probably what it is, man. Yeah, you don't worry. Like, you know, remember how the difference between you and I, like, I'm always stressed out. Ah! And, you're just, and you're just like, if it, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Did yeah. you tell me that about you one time? I don't know. You told me a story about, you said that um, you learn at a very young age that, like, you can't control things or something like that. And oh, so yeah, you don't, yeah, yeah. You don't so worry. I don't, I don't, yeah. yeah. I can't control. I can't do nothing about it. Yeah. But I'm also like, like, I always say, like, good news. Like, hey, we got something coming up. And, and I would just say it like that and not really just be super excited about it for some reason. Because I think you also told me that you want to see it happen. That's so you don't, true. You try not to expectations reality. So That's you try what it to, is, man. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I'd be like, because like, women hate nonchalantness though. That's the mm. one thing I'm just like, man, at times I'm just not going to be excited or mm. just like, Dang, that sucks. Yeah. Even though I know it sucks in my head. Like I know it's bad, but it's like my reaction is not gonna be well. But anyways, mm. I hate I hate being caught not shit. But um yeah, if you got a bad attitude, it's gonna it's gonna drain me. Mm. Um but I do know that most people are not gonna be at their best every day. Like that's mm. tough. So um 
But yeah, if you're if you're around, oh man, this is a good example. Like what also drains me is like being around a community or environment that is not of your interest mm. or not somewhere you want to learn from or want to deal with. So if you're around, like I don't know, if you freaking graduate from college and you're a professional and you're around nothing but the worst of construction. It's like, <laughs> you're not, you're going to like, like, uh, the worst of construction. The worst of construction. I have heard some things. Um, so, it, like, environment is very important. Mm. Um, at least if you're around, if you get energized from, like, from people. So, I think that's a, that's something that I, I even struggle with to this day. So, and I love that point because that's what's also important about your purpose. Yeah. Because, if 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 somebody told you, hey, your purpose is to impact people, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, well, I can just go anywhere and impact people. But yeah. no, no, what also energizes you? Because if you, let's say your purpose was to impact people, oh, work this job and impact, and you be the manager, you impact these coworkers. Yeah. But then you realize they're miserable, sad people that doesn't give you life. Yeah. So I think that energizing part is, I think is really good because yeah. that's what's going on with you. Yeah, because like people are like, well, what do you mean you have this job and you should be happy? You're you're impacting people, but yeah. it's like no, the environment that I'm in could either contribute or negatively affect what I'm going through. Exactly, exactly, mm. and that's why it's it's important to find environment. That's why the communities where we're trying to find, you know, an answer because yeah. we know community environment is very important, and not only discovering your purpose, but you know your mental health, yeah. physical health, and all those things too. Now that's super dope. Um, number three is what are you willing to sacrifice for? Oh, and that's important. That is a huge. Because what people don't realize is when you're not willing to sacrifice for something, you don't go above and beyond. True. It's comfortable. If and, you're comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and I think about it going back to the podcast, you know. Oh, Lord. That, they don't. They do not know. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. But it's like people ask us, what is the difference between what made you guys grow and, you know, I try to give them as much of the sauce as possible. But I'm mm-hmm. like, if you really love what you're doing, you're able to just go so into it, right? You're able to sacrifice so much. And when you're not able to sacrifice, you're not able to go the lengths that's needed to achieve the task at hand. You're not able to put in the amount of effort, right? So an example of that would be if you want to be a basketball player mm-hmm. and you don't really love basketball, and you want to play in the NBA, you're not willing to put the time in the gym, yep. hit the jump shots, to yep. dribble, to do the suicides, do yep. the hills, to watch the film. You know, you're not willing to sacrifice enough to really live out your passion. So I think that part of like, what are you willing to sacrifice for is really important. Yeah. Um, and the thing about me since I've been a kid, I've always been willing to sacrifice for like, like my friends, mm. you know? So I remember I was telling you about when somebody was willing um, to, you know, give us a gift. Yeah. And you were like, man, that's a lot of money. Yeah. When I was 23, it's a true story. When I was 23, I gave my friend like $2,000. Wow. And it was nothing to me. I yeah. didn't have a lot of money. I just gave it to him. Because I was like, what do you mean? Of course, you need this here. Yeah. Because I just love them so much, you know? Like, I remember when I was co- when I was on the, at Troy, I had a teammate who told me, he was like, yo, um... I can't pay my bills. He was just literally talking about he couldn't pay his bills and going through difficulties without even thinking about it. I just got up. I went to the ATM. I just cashed out maybe $100, $200 and just went up to him, gave him a dab and put it in his hand. Yeah. So 
because that's who I am. It's yeah. not like you don't have to ask me to go above and beyond um, for people that I really care about. Um, and so that's why, like, when Akil came, Akil was like, I need some place to stay. I was like, sure, no problem. Yeah, Come yeah, here. Yeah. Like, it's just natural to me. So I think people have to find out um, what it is it that they're willing to really sacrifice for because only by doing that, you understand, like, or you'll be able to do something that's difficult and not give up. Yeah. No, that's very that's very important because... And I think it's a different level of sacrifice. I feel like people... I'll say for me, because I, I mean, I can only go by what I know. I do. Yeah. Um, like you said, it's real simple for me to help somebody out, give them a place to stay, give them money, things like that, because I'm a, that's what I naturally do. That's not hard. Mm-hmm. But what has challenged me, and I probably challenge most people, is when you're doing something that's so out of the box or so hard and you don't know what the role will look like down in the future, that's like, that's where you get called to pause because high school, college, I was real comfortable. Like, I knew I was going to graduate high school. I knew I was going to graduate college. Um, and didn't, it was no need to go above and beyond. It was just, it wasn't because, I mean, you study enough to pass. I mean, boom. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, that's it. Um, so the podcast was something that I have never even like thought about. Like I, it, I going through um, some of the programs and education from my from my my former job made me realize that I had to do you know more than just you know the bare minimum to get where I want to be. But the podcast like kind of forced. And I think you definitely was champion in forcing it to to make more than enough sacrifices um, and bringing me in my uncomfortable zone. It's like, man, I got to put money into this. Oh, okay. All right, that's that's hard, you know, especially for something that's not doing well. Mm-hmm. So, all right, now I got to put extra time into it. That's, mm-hmm. you know, hard. I still got job, girl, whatever, like all this stuff. And it's like, oh, man, now I got to put more money into it, more effort. Now we got to buy a camera. Mm-hmm. Now we got to do this. Now we yeah. got to do that. It's just like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, if we want this person, we got to drive and go see this person. We mm-hmm. got to do this. We got to do that. You know, it's been an uphill battle and challenge. And my fear is we we were in a place, an environment that gave us a way to really we, to really go out and strive it. Like that house, like you know, where we lived down in South Park, all we really just had jobs and none of us had kids. We mm-hmm. had no big, super big responsibilities. Yeah. You know, and the bills were laughable. Yeah, right. right. So yeah. we had it was literally just like make a plan if it makes sense, convince somebody, all right, let's go do it. Mm-hmm. You know. But my fear is, you know, people that are, are not like that. People that probably have a family and probably have kids and probably have responsibility. And probably don't have time nor the energy to really go above and beyond. So it's like, how do you find comfort in that? Or is it something where it has somebody has to do something ex- like extreme? Extreme. Well, see, that's that's the thing. It's like you can go extreme and p- like potentially get big, a big reward, or you can fail miserably, or you could do it in a 
comfortable, realistic way, but it would take a lot longer. So it's like, yeah, no, I, I don't know. That's good. And I think, I so here's what automatically came, came into my mind. There's this girl who I knew about. She looked pretty good. <laughs> I met her at the... Anyway, we'll talk later. <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> but uh, I remember her, and I remember hitting her up, and I don't want to go into a rabbit hole, because I just got seven different ideas. Seven. And I, hit, and I hit her up. I was trying to talk to her, and then I realized that she was a mother of two. Okay. One daughter was like seven. Okay. Another daughter was like five. So that's when I started realizing, oh, her not being responsive to me is not because... She doesn't interest it because obviously, come on. Come bro. on, I need <laughs> but, but it was because she was busy. And then I found out a couple months ago that she graduated with her master's degree. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that's so freaking dope. Yeah. And I guarantee you for her, it was hard as hell. Yes. Being a single mother, having two kids, you know, having to pay for all the bills, having to, you know, do all this stuff. And then also to... Go to school on top of that and get your master's degree. Ridiculous. But I think her purpose, she was living in her purpose. That's why she was able to sacrifice so much more. That's why she was able to, instead of going to bed at 11, go to bed at 3. You know? Yeah. Why she was able to juggle not just two jobs with kids in school, but maybe three jobs with kids in school. So I think when you truly find your purpose you're able to sacrifice in ways you never believed you could sacrifice before so i think back to a guy right now he's he he has maybe he's married or maybe he's just still trying to figure out he wants to marry the girl and he they have a kid together he's barely making the ends meet he's going through hell because you know the girl is complaining he's not paying the bills the kid's crying because the kid's hungry and he's trying to figure out how can i take care of his family Obviously, he can't just quit his job and go do something else because obviously he has to pay for the bills. I believe if that guy finds the pur- finds his purpose, he can find the energy, the strength. That Remember, what energizes you mm-hmm. to give him an extra two hours a day to work. So, for example, like, I don't know if you'll get mad at me for saying this, but my dad's part of, my, in my opinion, my dad's purpose was to, like, be an amazing father to his children, mm-hmm. to give his children the best of life. So my dad at times would be up till three o'clock in the morning helping us go through our homework. Yeah. And then go to sleep and go to work at five o'clock the next day. Yeah. Did that for years. Yeah. But I think because it was energizes him and it gave him his purpose, he's willing to sacrifice for it. So for people like that, I feel like once they find out that purpose. That's and find out what they're willing to sacrifice for, even though it's still hard, no matter what, it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be extremely difficult. They're able to do it. Yeah, because I I mean, I'm 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 thinking of somebody right now that, you know, is taking care of his family, mm-hmm. his fiance, his his son, and have the work ethic like no other person I know of. Mm-hmm. And I'm he has a dream, he has a goal in mind. But it's something standing in the way. And I don't know if it's time. I don't know if it's money. It's probably both. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure there's 
millions of people are in his position um and they're like like screaming for like something because they're at a a dead end job or at a college they want to be at or whatever and they feel stuck and they know this is not what they want to do and call to do and i can i i hear you find something that energizes you will definitely make you work harder It's just like, how can we, like Hafiz and Chris, really provide a service for them to figure that out? Mm-hmm. You know? Because that's that's extremely scary place to be in. That's very concerning because mm-hmm. that's one of the fears. I don't want to be stuck in something or stuck in a marriage or stuck somewhere mm-hmm. and feeling like, you know, I'm literally letting life or my purpose like fly by. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it... You will find some kind of, you know, something that drives you, whether it's, you know, like your wife, your son, or like whatever, to to make you keep going and going. And, and maybe it's one of the things I just have to wait it out for a year or two, and I can then, you know, attack it. But I guess, I mean, I guess we're doing it now. It's kind of like ask yourself and ask these questions. What is it, and then how can I take it the best way possible? Yeah, but you that mindset of while you're in the in the game or in this hellhole, mm-hmm. it's like it's where I feel like a lot of people either don't do it or it just breaks them. That's really good, and we have two more items about finding your purpose. But I want to skip down to the bottom of the article because I think the bottom of the article speaks exactly into what you're describing right now. Here's what she says. Finding your life's purpose is a lifelong journey. It's okay to take it one step at a time. It's normal to pause and reevaluate regu- regularly. I can't say that word. <laughs> regularly. I cannot say that word. Can it gracious? Regular. Gosh, I cannot say that word. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow And I thought I'm the one that can't talk That's the Regularly? funny thing Regularly? Yes, I guess that's it And it's okay <laughs> Goodness gracious <laughs> <laughs> And it's okay to feel overwhelmed Nothing worth doing is easy And this will not always be easy You will encounter frustrations and challenges along the way Some days you will throw your hands up in the air in defeat But then you remember, step one, you're driven to solve this problem. And for some reason, you won't let yourself give up. Mm. And what I think the community of the roommates is, is you finding people who won't let you yourself give up. So your question is, what what can we do for those people? Reach out to us, guys. I'm telling you this for the longest. Reach out. Send us a message. Send us a DM. Send us a, a Twitter message. Send us a Facebook message. Send us an email to either Chris or, or I. And then ask us, yo, help, help, hold me accountable. Hey, man, I need your help with this one. We're here to support you. In her article, she talks about finding your purpose by yourself. And the dope thing is where we're saying we're here to help you. And not only we're here to help you, but the people in the roommates community are also here to support and encourage one another. Mm. Because... Yes, you can be in that guy's position and not see a way out, but you might know there may, there may be another older man in the community 
who was just in what you were in about 10 years ago. And he can help now encourage you because he knows it because he went through it himself. Man, that's, and that's, that is the, probably one of the most important things in a man. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I sent you that document yeah. and that, and that question of where, like, where can men turn to for advice or for, you know, encouragement or whatever. The roommate's podcast. That, yes. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, Every man has a stage in his life, and I feel like, you know, a 50 through 60-year-old knows something, you know, more than about how Fees and Chris knows. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, what man, like, how many men are there that are either fulfilled or fulfilling their purpose in a healthy way that is actively seeking to help young men figure out that same question from 20 to 30. It's barely any, and exactly. that's why we're just having to be trendsetters. Exactly. I mean, and that's yeah. that's why I'm just they like... Don't care. Exactly. So that's why I'm just like... There's... It's literally like... Like you said, we have to be trendsetters because when we get to that age, it's, the world is going to be way wilder than what it is now. Yeah. And it's going to be so much more of a need for men like us mm-hmm. that if we... In the roommates community, all our listeners, especially the men, mm-hmm. if we don't figure this out and get together and support one another, when we get to that point, we have failed. Yeah. You know, and that's something that is very alarming. It's an yeah. alarming, ah, it's an alarming weight, man. And that segues into number four. So remember, guys, step number one is find out what drives you. Step number two is what energizes you. Step three is what are you willing to sacrifice for? And step four is, who do you want to help? Mm. And that's what goes back to what we're doing, and that's young men. And I feel like everybody has to find who they want to help. And sometimes it might be young men or young women or maybe black men or maybe white kids in trailer parks. Or, you know, it can be whatever it is. And it's nothing wrong to clarify for anybody. It's nothing wrong to say you're called to help person A. Because I think some people look at that as like, oh, you guys are racist or you're sexist or you're this or you're that or you're, you're looking down upon people. No. Like, God calls different people to service different groups of people. The world has 7 million fires and I can't be called to all 7 million fires. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm called to fire one. Chris is called to fire 1,000. Akil is called to fire 753. Like, each of us are called to, at times, meet different needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about it in the Bible where most people don't know this, but like Jesus had 12 disciples, obviously his main disciple was Peter. Mm-hmm. Then you go into the book of Acts. Then he calls another apostle slash disciple named Paul. Mm-hmm. Jesus called Paul to go preach the gospel, the good news to the non-Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Jesus called Peter to preach the gospel, the good news to the Jewish people, mm-hmm. right? But still, Peter helped Jewish people and non-Jewish people, and Paul helped Jewish and non-Jewish. Mm-hmm. So just because you're called to help one group of people doesn't mean that you neglect everybody else, right? Correct. So like we are, we're like, I feel called to help men, 
Yeah. But when a woman sends me a DM, I don't ignore it. Exactly. When a woman asks, sends us an email, I don't ignore it. Exactly. Whoever God put on your path, you still help. Exactly. But it's nothing wrong with being specific and saying, you know what, I'm actually called to Uganda, or I'm called to Russia, or called to Nigeria, or called to, you know, women who are in college, or called to um, investors in Silicon Valley. There's nothing wrong with being called to a specific group of people, and it's not sexist or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, find out who you want to help. And for me, it was always men because a lot of guys, in my opinion, they just can't cry and they're so misunderstood. Mm. So many guys, when I was, I have a gift of people just tell me stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm, I'm able to meet a guy who on the outside, you hear all these different stories as he's a player, he's a man. And then he tells me some crazy story about brokenness. So for example, like you have a guy who all the girls would be like, oh, he's a thot or he's a man whore. He's a player. He's, you know, this kind of guy. And he's having sex with all these girls. And then this guy tells me he was molested by his aunt. Mm -hmm. And on a quick segue, that's not a conversation people have. The amount of men who were sexually molested or abused by older women. Mm -hmm. We we don't have that conversation in this world when there's a lot of them. But I, I digress for a later time. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of guys who are just so misunderstood and nobody cares about them because they tell them to man up. Yeah. So who do I think finding out who do you want to help also then helps motivate you because, for example, if if you if you told me, you know what, your job is to go to like an all-girls school and teach them, I'm not gonna lie, I would do it. And I would love these girls to the best of my ability, but I would feel so drained because mm-hmm. that's not who I feel I'm called to serve. So I think mm-hmm. also knowing who is also important as the, the what. Exactly. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's essential. And I think even for you or for us or for me, I know that I wasn't called um, for like to help men and women in college. Like, I just wasn't called for that. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why, but I didn't feel like I was called for that. But being out of college and going through what I've been going through, what I'm, you know, still going through, I'm definitely called to help men specifically after college. Or it's not even, they don't even have to be in college. That, that 22 to 35 range is... Probably the hardest years of a man's life. Amen. And I just know that I realized that we have each other and we had, you know, a, a space to really express ourselves. And we helped each other out. And I just, I don't know, man. I just, I'm really just want to be here for those men who are going through the same things I'm going through. Mm. That's it. I mean, yeah. like, I literally go through it. Trust me. Yeah. I go through it all the time, man. Yeah. It's so many, like, like guys and, and like, guys is, like, DM, uh-oh, doorbell. That's the phone. I know that, but it was, yeah. a, jo- it was a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll stop ringing eventually. But 
I know, I know they need help. Yeah. Yeah, I know they need, I'm trying to give them a space to really just express themselves, to start that process of becoming the man they want to be. Mm. Um, because I feel like I still have a very long way to go, um, but the ball is rolling. Mm. And I want people to push that ball to start it rolling. So if I can be as vulnerable and, you know, whatever to get men to do that, then yeah. that's who I want to help, you know. And same thing for women, women as yeah. well. Um, I love that point about age because I also forgot that that's something also that that's I like a lot. Because yeah. age is important because... Yeah. Like I've told you guys, some of you guys might not know, I was a preschool teacher. I Nobody knows nothing about you. <laughs> Google Hafiz. If you want to have a good time, just Google Hafiz. <laughs> but I was a preschool teacher, and then I worked at an elementary school uh, as an after-school program yes. instructor. Yes. And then I coached middle school football. Yes, you, yes, you did. And taught middle school. I taught middle school. And then I coached high school football. Yes, you did. And then I mentored kids in college. I know you did. And so some of those gave me life. I mean, it was all of it was guys, but some of them gave me life. Some of them was just like, I hated it. Yeah. Middle school, I hated because I couldn't they, do middle school. they just didn't know who they were. And literally, you could do so much for them at yeah. that age. And literally, the next four years, it could be ruined. Yeah. You know? So that point about age is also important because some people right now are like, Yo, oh, yeah, I'm volunteering. I'm volunteering my time at an after school program. But not knowing that, like, you're not you're not passionate about that age or those yeah. group of kids. Like, nothing's wrong with it, but that will drain you. Yeah. And that's why burnouts will happen. So that's a great point. Yeah. And then the last one was, how do you want to help? Mm. And that's also very important. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, I want to help young men who are lonely, isolated, hurting, and without support. How? And then how do I do it? So at first I was like, okay, I wanted to be a pastor. Mm. Then I realized I don't have the character of <laughs> a pastor. So there was no way I could ever be a pastor, you know? So uh, I realized- You can develop the character. You can yeah. definitely- I just, I'm just always- You have I, the shepherd in you. I don't want to, I don't want to not ever be able to rant. <laughs> and I don't ever- It's your church. What are you talking about? Like rant the way I like rant. <laughs> all the women will be so mad at my church all the time, bro. <laughs> You wives, listen, you, you wives. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You wives is crazy. But uh, so I really, I first thought I was gonna be a pastor, but then I realized that one, I don't, I don't have the character of a pastor, in my opinion. Also, I don't like church rules. Uh, I don't like. I can't do this or say this. Talk about that. I don't it's like your that church. Crap. What are you talking? I'm talking about, about like, <laughs> if you start your church, you know you can just, you can create the environment. You yeah, create. but. Even I for me, I respect the position enough to yeah. know that a guy like me, I'm too much of a, a, a rebel. I'm too much of a hothead. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll dishonor the position of the, I take the eldership seriously. So then I, I thought, okay, you know what? I want to be an author, you know, and I want to mm -hmm. write. So I wrote the book and I hated writing. Mm -hmm. I hated it so much. I stopped doing it. Yeah. Like I, I hated it. Um, and then I thought, you know what? Maybe I'm going to be a teacher. Teaching was cool, but I just, I hate begging people. I hate begging you. Pick your head up. Listen. Take down these notes. I, like, I'm here to help you. I hated, I just hated begging. Mm. I thought I was going to make movies. Mm. But then I realized, like, we're going to do movies and stuff like that, like, once a year, twice a year, maybe. But mm -hmm. I don't really like making movies that gotcha. much. It's just like, it takes too much work and it takes too much time. 
For what? Yeah. So I think also the how-to is important and trying different things. Then when we found when we finally end up the podcast, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. You know, just sit down, talk, and help. Like that's <laughs> yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. Because um how-to is all is really important. Like if somebody told me, hey, I fees right now, I need you to volunteer, I'd be like, oh, why? <laughs> I gotta yeah, volunteer. Yeah. But if you say, hey, come here and talk, I'll be like, I'll do that for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think also like the how-to is also important in finding your purpose as well. Agreed. Um, I definitely just, I definitely agree 100% because I know I was like, I wanted to help people, but I remember being in my nonprofit business class at U of H, literally kept saying, how, 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 and I was just like, I have no idea, my G. Stop asking me. <laughs> but um, I just knew, I, I knew I just wanted to help and serve. I just, I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. Um, So I didn't try as many things as you tried. <laughs> ridiculous, but, you know, I thought it was, you know, being on college ministry, I thought it was that, realized that I figured I wasn't ready for it, wasn't called to be doing it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have the character or the whatever. I was still doing a lot of sin and struggles. I was just like, man, I'm, no, 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 no. Yeah. Let me leave. College girls still exist. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So... Um, I went and did financial planning and enjoyed it for a little bit. I definitely yeah. like, you know, actively helping people, like break it down. Why is this? Why is that? But I hated the selling part. Yeah. I hate daggum, uh, what is it? Networking. Oh, I hate that word. Yeah. <laughs> I could just kill that. I hate networking. Yeah. Oh my god. Or. Building of whatever I hated that. Jeez, um, I, I hated calling people. I don't like calling people. I call people, but I don't like calling people. Yeah. Like I just, I rather to talk to you in person. Especially, I'm calling. Hey, uh, we're still meeting up about your money. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Man. Um, and in all that, you know, the podcast definitely was a three-headed monster that. It's just, you know, perfect for, you know, my purpose. And give me the opportunity to speak life into people, share the gospel, talk about God, all those things. My, while simultaneously, it helps me because it's therapeutic, get all my feelings out, emotions out because I need to. And it's very important for it to have that healthy release. And it gives us to bring a situation or awareness to any topic we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yes, yes, you know, so it's like, man, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get to that point where we just have complete freedom in doing those things. Mm. That's awesome. And um, so going back to the five things to help you guys find out out your purpose, step one, find out what drives you. Mm. Step two, what energizes you. Mm. Mm. Step three, what are you willing to sacrifice for? Step four, who money you, is very important too. If you want to do some money, you gotta you gotta spend money for your your purpose. I'm just letting you know that now. Mm-hmm. Step four, who do you want to help? Step five, how do you want to help? Right. So it's like the lady said in article is a lifelong process. Some people might take a week. Some people might take an hour. Some people might take ten years. Yeah. But these are some of the things to think about. And so I put all that together um, to write down my purpose and. My purpose was, my purpose is to use my voice. He did not tell me to do that. What? So I'm not 
do it. <laughs> I actually wrote down all yours for you. Lovely. So I can just put it together for you Thank also. You. Um, so my purpose is to use my voice to help willing men find their purpose, peace, and find community. Mm. So my purpose is to use my voice to help willing men to find their purpose, peace, and community. So for Chris, what drives Chris is creating an impact. What energizes Chris is being around positive people. What Chris is willing to sacrifice for is men, women, people who need help, and people who are going through difficulties like him, like he is. Who do you want to help is young men, 21 to 35. Sure. And how do you want to help using your podcast and using your voice? So I think your purpose is similar. Like I, I would say if yeah. I was just putting it together is yeah. Chris's purpose is to use his voice to have an impact in the lives of young men and women around the country to give them hope, life, meaning, and joy. Something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so yeah, guys, I think that's a, a, a dope activity. Hopefully, as we begin to process what we're going through, you're able to process what you're going through. And a, a one quick note for all the women who amazing, awesome, support the Roommates podcast, are part of the Roommates community. I want to give them just another message about how my purpose and our purpose helps them. Because like I said in the last episode or whatever episode it was, Mm. I truly believe the best way to help women is to create more healthier men. I, I feel you. And I feel like so many women who are single mothers right now don't know how to raise their men. Mm. raise their sons you know and they're lost and they're confused and and so much of their raising of their children in my opinion is I don't want you to become your dad mm-hmm. so you're already starting off this kid with a negative identity mm-hmm. don't be your idea your, your name is don't be Jack yeah. don't be Tyrone you know yeah, what I mean Tyrone. don't be Chad you better call <laughs> Come <laughs> get your shit. <laughs> I mean, you love that. Song. Like, Man. <laughs> but um, I think what the what the roommates community does is helps a lot of these women around the world be able to say, okay, now I here's someone I can point my son to. Here's a, a mold and model I can point my son to. I think that's super dope. Yeah. And what I think it helps a lot of the, of the single women and married women is that it creates for the single women healthier future potential husbands mm, and know. for the married women healthier husbands. So yeah. I think um, they love it because it's creating a better world for them, a better world for their children, better world for their sons, daughters. And we're here to support, like I said, though we're here to help the men. We're not excluding any woman ever. There's Never, so many women who ever. are part of the community. For shout sure. out to Kayla. Shout yep. out to Jade. Yes. Shout out to Krista. Yep. Shout out to Alex and yep. Wen. And I could go on for days. Yep. Like, there's so many dope women who are part of the community who are super supportive. You know, you guys are so awesome. And um, yeah. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of work to do. We have a ton of work to do. Um, it's a lot of things that's like, like we've been saying earlier, there's a lot of things that's coming up. That we're working on, we're trying to figure out. I mean, um, so just bear with us. We're 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 coming up with some stuff coming soon. A lot of people want to buy a shirt, so oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What to tell y'all, to be honest with y'all. We will, we will. We're be. figuring it out. We're figuring it out. Um, um, keep on rambling. I got to look up something real quick. Keep on rambling. Um, honestly, I have to pee. Yeah. Y'all want to read some of the uh, uh, YouTube comments? 
No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're done now. I guess he <laughs> found a way he needs to find because I too have a laptop. Yeah. So, so there's there's somebody, um, that man. I really I really want to shout out. Um, baby. I want to shout this person out real quick. Shout him out there. Shout him out. Shout him out. Shout him out. Shout him out. And this person is so amazing, so supportive of the roommates. Um, and I think it's so dope how people all around the world have connected, have reached out, have shared, have encouraged. Um, but there's a young lady in G- Germany mm. by the name of Claire. Oh man. Yeah. Shout out Claire. Yeah. And, um, she's just so supportive. Mm. She's just so kind. She's always encouraging us. Yes, yes. And man, it means the world that she loves the podcast. It means the world that she supports us. She's mm-hmm. always saying kind things. So guys, um, man, Claire is awesome. Mm-hmm. I, Claire, shout out to you in shout Germany. She said she literally wore the roommate shirt just to <laughs> be able to <laughs> let other people in the gym know about it when That's she's working crazy. out. So, That's crazy. Man, Claire, shout you out. You're awesome. Thank you so much. My uncle's in Germany somewhere. Don't ask me where. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, have like, an uncle, I have an uncle and a, and a young cousin that's in Germany. So it's, it's some Vigos out there. <laughs> don't ask me where because they probably Germany. So I don't know where that's at. So figure that out. What? Exactly. I don't know. I don't know where they at. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so shout her out, man. Goodness gracious. She's so awesome. Quick question, man, for yeah. men. Go ahead. Man, it's, all, it's really for me. It's not even for about me, but do you think. To find a woman, you have to figure out your purpose first. Yes or no? Explain. Yes. Let's go no. Okay. (laughs) No, because some women... And there's nothing wrong with that. However you find your purpose, it doesn't matter. Okay. Some women's purpose in life is to be a mother. Okay. And to love and support their children. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I believe my purpose, part of my purpose is being a dad also. You oh, know? Yeah, so, I can't wait to be a father. So I, I, I don't mind diminishing um, any. I'm literally, <laughs> I cannot wait. I'm going to flame them up. <laughs> I want two sons, twins. <laughs> and I cannot wait to act a fool with yeah. them. Anyway, I'm sorry. So I think sometimes... Part of, in my opinion, what happens is, as a woman, when you marry a guy, you kind of come with underneath his purpose, right? Okay. And so I think some women, their purpose in life is going to be to support this guy. Okay. To support his dream and to help you find that dream. Because I feel like a lot of women are help helping and nurturers. And so I think depending on the girl, there's a lot of girls out there who their purpose is to like help other people. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't have a purpose, her purpose it will just be to help you, help her children, help people in her community. So I've seen that from a lot of women. Like like their purpose is to help a certain man be the best man he's going to be. Like, like for example, Coretta, Coretta Scott King. Mm-hmm. Her purpose was to support Martin. Martin. And whatever his, maybe if he was a pastor, was he a civil rights leader? So I think some women, 
Man, this sun is blazing right now. I ain't going to It's hot. Yeah. But uh, so I think some women are like that. But then I also think if you're a man who doesn't know your purpose, some women whose purpose is not that, who they have a more like personal purpose, like my purpose is to be a doctor or a lawyer or go, travel here. If you don't know your purpose, you and her will, will mix. Yeah. You know? So like I said, some women are more moldable and their purpose is just to help and support whomever they're with. And then some women's purpose is so yeah. me focused. Like, for example, I know a girl's purpose. She had a specific, I want to build this business. Yeah. So if you're a guy and your purpose is to also build a business and you want a woman to compliment you and not be so career oriented and driven and be at home with the kids, you and her won't match. Yeah. Does, does that make that sense? Makes sense. Okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just it's important to identify, like we said it earlier, um, the right person, significant other, the both of purpose, like both of y'all purposes are actually, you know, being pursued, yeah, or not being um, ignored or whatever. Yeah. Um, definitely, yeah. That's why I asked that question. Cool. I mean, I, and that's hard to identify. Yeah, I feel like a lot of men and women struggle with that, mm-hmm. um, and. Me too. <laughs> so, guys, I'm in if, Indiana. If you have any questions, guys, remember send us a message, DM right now, us, I'm reach cold out. <laughs> at that very moment, I'm cold right now. <laughs> but yeah, reach out to us. Let us know how we can help you, support you guys. Keep on connecting. Keep on sharing. Keep on reaching out. YouTube premiere, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time on Mondays. Yep. Podcast comes out 12 a.m. Central Standard Time on Mondays, 1 p.m. 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. We love you guys. We're here to oh, wait, support wait, wait. you. And also, if yes. you do know or you think you know, you have thought about this, please send us your purpose. I would yeah. love to see that one line. Yeah. You know, and... Look at my light, guys. Look like at his the light. The Lord is blessing me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but so, yeah, nah. it's your boy Hafiz or your man Hafiz? Your man Hafiz. <laughs> Not yeah. like that, ladies. I'm single this year. The whole year? You going to be single? Yeah. You sure about that? I'm, I'm making this it. This is a challenge for all women. <laughs> this is a challenge. Listen, listen. Hafiz wants to be loved. <laughs> he needs to be loved. What do you mean do I want to be no, loved? No, 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 no. Hafiz wants to be loved. Don't act like you don't want this. He wants, he wants y'all. No, I don't. He, yes, Trust he does. He Not wants, this year. I'm oh, for real. My. Not this year. I promise you he does. No, I don't. I promise you. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. You got the right... Package. <laughs> well, if you have the right package, it <laughs> is always the right curve. <laughs> you have a shot. Trust me. This is Chris the star of the show, baby. And we are the roommates, guys. Make sure you reach out, comment, comment, he comment. You can't ignore share. that curve. <laughs> share, that package. Share. He's a weak man when it comes to that. You know? Get <laughs> And we got a roommate, and packages are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Bro!